the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. That's WABA.com, keyword new life. The following program is sponsored by Agape Embassy Ministries. Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Renee, First Lady of Agape Embassy Ministries, inviting you to our 2017 Community Fair. Our fair will take place on Saturday, September the 23rd, from noon to 4 p.m. here at the Embassy. We will have hot dogs, popcorn, cotton candy, rides, and so much more. And did I mention this fair is free? That's right. Free to the entire community. So get your friends, family, and neighbors and join us at the embassy. For more information, visit our website at agapeembassy.org or give us a call at 703-971-7202. That number again is 703-971-7202. And we look forward to seeing you there. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape Embassy Ministries of Alexandria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. Because we accept Jesus, Jesus has paid the price. He was our vicarious sacrifice. Are y'all with me? That means he died in your place. That's the great thing about, you know, that's what we hallelujah about Jesus. But, but that wasn't Jesus' main purpose in coming. He said he was sent for the kingdom. That wasn't the main reason. He, he didn't mainly come to die on the cross. He mainly came to reestablish the kingdom. Now, here is Dr. Mills with the continuation of part three of Kingdom Living by Faith. In order for you to receive 
the benefits of the kingdom, you have to be legal. Amen. So let's, let's begin reading at verse 16. It says, And I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. He's talking to, he's talking to believers here now. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that you do not do the things you wish, that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. There's a law, there's a law for everything. Some, some people say, we're not under the law anymore. Let me just say this to you all. These people say we're not under the law. Let me tell you something. God has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The only difference is you being able to qualify to do what was necessary is different. Before you did not, he had not put in you the help that you need in order for you to comply with the law. But now he has put in you and you have no excuse in complying with the laws of God. The laws of God has not become extinct just because Jesus came. Are y'all with me? They were not eradicated because Jesus came. The laws of God is still in effect. And the only, only thing that's not in effect is the way that they were able to maintain their righteousness with God, which was killing animals, which was a part of the system that God has set up so that he wouldn't have to kill them right away when they, when they sin. Are you all with me? Now, because we accept Jesus, Jesus has paid the price. He was our vicarious. Where my, where my, where my foundation people? He was, he was, he was our vicarious sacrifice. Amen. Are y'all with me? That means he died in your place. In case y'all didn't know what that is, some of y'all, what is he talking about? He died in your place. He was sacrificed in your place. Amen. That's the great thing about, you know, that's what we hallelujah about Jesus. But, but that wasn't Jesus' main purpose in coming. He said he was sent for the kingdom. That wasn't the main reason. He, he didn't mainly come to die on the cross. He mainly came to reestablish the kingdom. Are you all with me? So verse 19 says, And now the works of the flesh are evident, which are, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand 
just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So now, let's, let's look at this. And let's analyze some things. When people in the church are telling people in the church that they can practice fornication. Practice now. We're not talking about, okay, somebody, you know, was tempted into doing something. They asked God to forgive them. And they, they, they don't, that's not, their, that's not what they want to do. We're talking about practice. When you practice something, you won't do it. Okay? You want to do it. Okay? Two people sleeping together who God has deemed. Not married. Doesn't qualify for marriage. Is in this category. Now you think about what I just said. I say who God has said does not qualify for marriage in God's institution. Is in this category right here. I don't care what the church say. You see, what did God say and what is he, what is he trying to get you to qualify for? Kingdom, not church, but kingdom. See, when we mix up church with kingdom, we, we decide to do whatever we want to do. We make, when, when men say, when, when bishops or whatever determine, well, you know, this is what the church is going to do. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying, okay? This is what the church is going to do. This is all right. We can do this in the church, but you can't do it in the kingdom. See, because we, we have... We have these people that have said things that made it seem like the church and the kingdom are one and the same thing. They're not one and the same thing. You, we were called out to demonstrate God's righteousness for kingdom living. The church was. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> now, he says they will not inherit the kingdom. Let's go to First John.
And see, some of these things probably that we're going over, we might have read them, but we kind of pushed them aside and really didn't take it to heart. Um, as I was saying last week, you know, we, we had our LBI class who was writing reports. They wrote, wrote a report on Dr. Price's book, Five Little Foxes. And they didn't realize how serious these five foxes were until they started reading his book. Yet and still, all five foxes is in the Bible. <laughs> For me, anything that's in the Bible is serious. Anything that God says don't do is serious. He tell you don't fornicate. Is serious. Anything that he, anything that we read over there in the fifth chapter of Galatians, that he says these these are not going to inherit the kingdom. To me, that's serious. See. Now, in in First uh, John, let's let's look at verse twenty nine in second chapter for a minute. So if you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. <laughs> if you know that he is righteous, then we know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. Practice righteousness is born of him. That means that you're doing all you know how plus asking God to help you do what God deems as righteous. Are you with me? <clears throat> Let's go down to verse 4 in chapter 3. 1 John. Whoever commits sin, oh my, I got to go to another translation. Look at, we're going to look at um, the Amplified. Let's look at the Amplified. Where are we reading? Verse 4, right? Amplified says, everyone who commits, or, or that word commit means right there, practices sin. Practice sin is guilty of lawlessness. For that is what sin is, lawlessness. The breaking, violating of God's law by transgression or neglect. By what? Transgression or neglect. Being unrestrained and unregulated by his commands and his will. Boy, that's, that right there is, kind of gets right to the meat of things, doesn't it? He says, unrestrained or unregulated. And that's something right there. Now, let me just say this, because... We don't have to look at all the laws of God and try to keep all the laws of God. Jesus came and told us, and listen, 
all the laws, all the prophets wrapped up in one command, love. Love. Now, um, but, but love is, is something. Be because um, we really got to change the way we think concerning love what love really is, because love is not just little feeling stuff, you know, you get little goosebumps and all this kind of stuff that we thought love was. Not God's love, not what God is talking about as far as love is concerned. Love is unconditional. In other words, unconditionally, I'm going to love you no matter what you do, no matter what you say to me, I'm going to love you, and then I'm not going to abuse you or misuse you because I think I, I, I can I'm not going to take advantage of you and your weakness. Whatever your weakness is, I'm not going to take advantage of you. Are you with me? Yeah. Um, and if I see a person who's weak, I think is weak, my, 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 my responsibility to God is to help. I don't have a right to talk against the person. I don't have a right to demean the person. I don't have a, a, I don't have a right to do that. Amen. The only right I have is to serve. Amen. And serving means that I'm willing to lay down my life for you. I'm willing to lay, whatever that means. <laughs> Yo. I'm the only one happy. Because this, this really takes you to a whole other level of, of, of understanding and thinking. See? The reason people fornicate in the church is because of lack of love. Because one person is taking advantage of another person's weakness. Adultery, yeah. Any, anything. I don't care what it is. The, the only reason that there's covetousness is because we take advantage of someone else's weakness. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If I love you, I will not take advantage of your weakness. <laughs> there's absolutely no way that I can say that I love you and I take advantage of your weakness. Are you with me? Let's read a little bit more in in uh, in First John. He says now, verse five says, and you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. This is whole, one of his reasons for coming was to take away our sin. The only reason we had sin was because of what Adam did in the garden. We missed the mark. Amen? Now, verse 6 says, whoever abides in him does not sin. Wow. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Uh, let me read this from the Amplified. No one who abides in him, that is, who lives and remains 
in communion with and in obedience to him deliberately, knowingly, and habitually commits or practice sin. This gets right down to the real nitty-gritty. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because we have people in church who don't care. They don't care whether or not they walk over you just with words just try to destroy you. They don't care. Um, and, and then, and then we, we've got people who think that they're stronger than somebody else, but yet and still, they take advantage of someone else. You can't be. Are you with me? See, you, you have to change your way, your way of thinking. Because you're saying, you got to understand now, uh, when we talk about being right or being or living in righteousness, we also talk about living in love. Are y'all with me? Verse 7 says, little children, let no one deceive you. He who practice righteousness is righteous. He who does what? Practice righteousness is righteous. Not because, not just because you were made righteous by what Jesus did. He said, those who practice righteousness is righteous. See, we go around, we're quoting, you know, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Sticking your chest out. And you're backbiting and cussing out, cussing everybody. But yet and still, I'm the righteousness of God. See, you cannot do that and say that you're the righteousness of God and you're not practicing righteousness. You can't just quote stuff and think that you are that because you quoted it. Are y'all with me? Thank you for tuning in to Reigning in Life Through Faith, a radio broadcast from the Agape Embassy Ministries. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Be sure to include today's message code 011016SM. That code again is 011016SM. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call. At 
7202. In today's lesson, we've learned that kingdom citizens must practice righteousness. We must love one another, which means we must not take advantage of another person's weakness. Love protects. This is Dr. Mills, your radio teacher. See you next week. Same place, same time. For we reign in life through faith. Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Renee, First Lady of Agape Embassy Ministries, inviting you to our 2017 Community Fair. Our fair will take place on Saturday, September the 23rd, from noon to 4 p.m. here at the Embassy. We will have hot dogs, popcorn, cotton candy, rides, and so much more. And did I mention this fair is free? That's right. Free to the entire community. So get your friends, family, and neighbors and join us at the embassy. For more information, visit our website at agapeembassy.org or give us a call at 703-971-7202. That number again is 703-971-7202. And we look forward to seeing you there. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.